This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really? Coming up for episode 121, a look at Chuck's rules. It's alive and Matt straight up sucks. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. This is I Remembered It Better, a podcast experiment in geek nostalgia. Come on, bark like a dog for me. Ooh, I done a bad thing. We're on a mission from God. This is my boomstick. Kiss my coppers. This was extraordinarily bad. Exterminate! I got a bad feeling about this. Now, here are your hosts. Oh, no. Not again. Welcome to I Remembered It Better, the show that takes a look back and asks, was it as good as we thought it was? Coming to you from Dayton, Ohio, where I'll be podcasting in a warmer setting soon. I'm Flip Haddix, also known as Revan Geek, and I'm joined in a nice analytical look back. Bye from Atlanta, Georgia, where he's got a new best friend. And his name is John C. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Have you? <laughs> so, uh, have you now joined in on the, and his name is John Cena bandwagon? Now? Uh, Are you a fan? Yes, and it's become quite. Quite the fun little game in the office. Um, okay, <laughs> I can only one, imagine. Oh, one of my dude. one of my staff has, has clued me into this uh, this John Cena soundboard app. Yeah. And before I forget, I'm gonna go ahead and turn the sound off on my phone now, so I don't get like a thousand phone calls. Yeah. During the show, but uh, and it's you can there's like a couple buttons, and like one is like and his name is John Cena, or just John Cena, and then the music yeah. or whatever, and. Four out of five of us think it thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> Who is the fifth? <laughs> there, there's just there's just a fifth, and the fifth person thinks it's the most obnoxious thing <laughs> she's ever seen. <laughs> I had a suspicion. So, which I imagine only amplifies the other four. Yeah, you yeah, do it I'm even I'm, more. Yeah, I'm totally like. I'm textbook bully. I really am. <laughs> and, like, the more it bothers you, the more I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so, like, it's been it's been everything from, like, um, uh, let's see. She was on the phone with someone, and she's like, um, yeah, we've got a shipment here from, uh, from a shipper in the UK. And, like, I ran, I was, like, walking by her desk, and I hit the button, like, <laughs> and his name is John Cena! And she's like sitting there trying to hold it together on the phone talking. And I'm, you know, it's just, I mean, it's just stuff like that. Like, I even called, she left for the day. And as she was in the parking lot about to pull out, I called her back into the office. I run to the door and I wave her back in and I make the universal sign for her phone call. And she like stops her car and like, I see her looking at me. Cause she's been putting up with this crap all day. And I see her looking at me through the car. I'm like, you have a phone call. Get in here. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm her boss. So she's going yeah. to listen to me. <laughs> Even if she feels like she knows better. Like I've just got that football out and I'm like, no, no, go ahead and kick it. <laughs> so she comes back in and we've got, I've got Evan, like Evan's on the phone. 
pretending to talk to someone. And she comes back in and she's like, if this is that John Cena again. And she looks and sees that Evan's on the phone to someone. And she like yelled it. Had he really been on the phone to someone, they would have heard that. She doesn't know that. She just covers her mouth like, oh no. Oh God, I hope they didn't hear me. And so, and Evan puts him on hold. He's like, yeah, you've, you've got to, you've got to call her online too. And I hit the button as she goes to reach for the handle. And it's like, and his name is John Cena. And it was just, she like slams it down like, you sons of bitches. And just storms off for the day. And it might not have been our most profitable day, but it was our best one. Um, so I feel yeah, really just, bad laughing at someone who hates this so much, but I don't she, know. It's so amusing to me. She she oh. hates it in good spirits. Like yeah, if, she, yeah. if it really like you know. So she's she's laughing while she hates it. But oh, I mean, so it's. I mean, in fact, here I I have to read for you a transcript of text messages between me and my staff. And we've got, you know, all all four of us are, are copied in on this. This was a couple nights ago. She says, hey, guys, don't forget that I'll be a little late in the morning. And one of the other guys comes back. He's like, okay, noted. I was like, crap, now that you mention it, guess who else is coming in late? I sent a <laughs> video of the app going. <laughs> see if I get to play. Will it play? Alright, so, I love that so much. <laughs> she replies back, I hate you today. <laughs> I was like, to which I say, oh, come on, you hate me every day. She's like, that is the most obnoxious app, app ever. Uh, another guy in our office comes into the text, into the message saying, you know who else hates Ryan? And a completely separate guy comes in with a picture of John Cena. <laughs> Her response is, dicks. <laughs> I say, you know who else is a dick? And then it's another picture of John Cena. And it just goes on and on. And it's great. Mm, that's and I love awesome. it. That's and awesome. it's like the new Rick Roll. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I made that one that was after BlizzCon that's got the John Cena. Yeah. And I was showing somebody that today because it's, yeah. it, it's awesome. And, um, and they, they well, said it looked great. They said it looked really great. Just like the way, like, you, you know, like you're, you're editing just on the screen at BlizzCon, but everything around it is, is BlizzCon or whatever. So, I mean, yeah. Really, yeah, really cool. But there's a great, um, it's on YouTube, but it's just the audio because it's a radio bit of these people, uh, prank calling this woman about Super Slam and John <laughs> yep. Cena. Yep. I've uh, seen if that. you haven't heard it, it's fantastic. It is the best five minutes of radio I've ever heard. <laughs> This woman loses well, if her you, mind. If you go, if you go to, there's a whole subreddit called Unexpected Cena, and it's all <laughs> oh, videos. They're like, and his name is John Cena. And it's, 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 it's I don't, everything from like, oh, it's just you can. I don't know if I want to use all my there. vacation time this early in the year <laughs> reading John Cena reddits, but I mean, shoot, yeah. it's worth it because I that and and there's other people that come in the office that know the joke now, and they and they set it up. You know, all the time, <laughs> all the time. That's so great. it's it's great, and it's got a little counter on the app. The app has a little counter on it, so you know how many times you've hit the button. I've had this thing for like three days. I've hit it 148 times. Wow! Hold on. So this is the John Cena soundboard app. Yeah, you're gonna want to look for. Uh, yeah, if you just do like John Cena. Okay. If you search for John Cena, um, 
in the app store. <laughs> I feel like I, I need John to take the soundboard with me. Yeah. I Is it this one? Is it this one? No. No, it's no, not that okay. one. Look for the one. It's called Okay, it's actually called Memes on the Go John Cena edition. Okay. okay. Memes. And the little icon is red um, with the white silhouette of him holding up the belt. And it's got three buttons. That one. That that's one. it. That's okay. the that's the app that will start your divorce proceedings. <laughs> because I brought this thing home and uh <laughs> without even knowing it, Christine set me up perfect one day. Like the day I the day I got this thing on here. And the girls are in are in the family room and like I come in and you can hear the door open and close and she's like, Oh, Sounds like someone's home. <laughs> and I have a rule that the thing has to play out. Look, it's got flashing lights and everything. Look at that. So I every time I hit the button, I have to let it play. Yeah. And um Can I just say how I missed having all three of us on the same show? <laughs> yeah, it's great, isn't it? And my wife put up with this for about a minute. <laughs> and then, like, I would be doing, like, we're watching TV and, like, somebody asked a question on, like, well, who do you think, uh, who do you think the last person with the victim was? John Cena! <laughs> and she, and it got to the point where she would just pause the TV and let, let it finish and just look over at me kind of like a patient parent, like, are you dumb, you stupid little shit? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I promise it's the last time. She's like, give me your phone. Like, no, it's my phone. I'm not going to do it. I promise. Oh, no. oh, oh shoot. I did it. Okay. And it's cool. Like, I love, I love, you can, I mean, you... it's great. It's great. So, um, there are apps out there that help you like plan your day and, and lose weight yeah. and keep track of your health or, finances and organize bull john cena meme app is the way to go 2016 i'm calling it best app of 2016 i i I am scheduled i am scheduled to um be a workshop director for a middle school conference a national middle school conference sounds like somebody needs some intro music well, one of the things that th- there are a number of categories in it, like classes you can teach, and one of the ones they've asked me to consider is one that's all social media and apps and how they can affect our faith. I- oh, I- <laughs> you have a savior. <laughs> you have someone who will always listen. <laughs> oh, I can see that. Get it. Yeah. So that's gonna. Okay. How do I stop it? Okay. Oh, you can you hit the blue button and that'll okay. stop it. Oh, actually, pause it. Okay. And if you wanted to oh, pick yeah. up right where you left off, and you know, as if that's an issue, then you hit the blue <laughs> button and it'll start it back up again. So. Oh. Wow. So. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> So when I'm looking for a job soon, <laughs> you guys will know why. <laughs> Who's going to be your reference? <laughs> I see I'm going to have to keep this Oh, up. you weren't ready. <laughs> I only have 21% charge oh. on my phone. So it's, 
And she's been giggling along and laughing at us like silly little boys that we are all this time. From Madison, Wisconsin, where every evening ends with her covered in cat hair, it's Jules Scott. <laughs> oh, it's not. I've been introduced. Oh, that was. The... I, I got a better there... intro from Ryan on that one. <laughs> there you go. Oh, what are you saying? Because oh. I wrote that crap, and then I get John Cena. There you go. You yeah. get John Cena. I did. <laughs> oh, so are the cats just rubbing all over everything? Yes. Well, now that of... they've been settled into the new apartment, they feel comfortable. They're happy. Um, I am being very, very doted upon by these two loving cats. And, but every night I come out of the evening going, well, okay, there goes laundry. <laughs> it's yeah. just literally covered in cat hair. Um, yeah, when they do it, it's cute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I do it, it's an offense. <laughs> As well it should be. <laughs> Obviously, somebody hasn't been rubbed on by a Ryan Algoon, so. <laughs> Cliff, you tell her. Um, it, it, it is, it, it is so, quite the experience. How about that John Cena? <laughs> how about that John Cena? <laughs> He'll rub on you like a cat, too. Ew. Yeah. Okay, gross. <laughs> And he'll pee in the litter box to show you he's not afraid of predators. Kitty wants some candy. Market territory like a good kitty. Yeah, (laughs) I make an awesome Catwoman. Just so you know, I think yeah. (laughs) Well, we're off to a great start, aren't we? Yes, we are. My geeks, my fanboys, and fangirls, (laughs) calls what you want. We all have the things we love and obsess over. We hold a special place for the things of our childhood. Webster's Dictionary defines nostalgia as a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for a return to or of some past period or irrecoverable condition. So how many of the things that we have geeked out in the past and may still to this day are really as awesome as we remember? And how many of them have we overhyped in our memory to the point that a second look will have us saying, why did we like this? So what geekiness have you been into this week, Ryan? Well, uh, since I wasn't here last week, I didn't get to talk about uh-huh. the awesomeness that was Christmas and the amazing new fantastic thing I found. And his name is John <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I have a problem. You do have a problem. You I have do. a problem. Well, admitting it is the first step. So, so there. Hi, you my go. name is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. I'm super into John Cena app. Um, no. Uh, first of all, I really missed you guys last week. We missed um, you too. Aww, missed it's you hard too. for me to listen to episodes that I'm not on because I feel like they don't sound as good. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, because it it does kind of suck. Like, oh man, listen to all that fun. I'm not part of that fun. Mm. I'm sad. So, um, so yeah, so I hated that I couldn't be with you guys, but, um, Skype was, uh, being kind of an ass. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's all sorted now. And here I am, rocky like a hurricane. I um, had an amazing, uh, Christmas holiday and, uh, and Ryan missed holiday. Um, uh-huh. I actually had to get some, some information from Cliff on whether or not I was a heretic. Because once Christmas is over, blow out the advent candles, and then I immediately start lighting them for the five days leading to Ryan Miss, which is right after Christmas. <laughs> um, and then I was like, well, I better check with, uh, with my go-to guy on, on these kinds of things. You know, is this a heresy? And he assured me it wasn't. Um, and then the conversation took a really weird turn, which we're not oh, going to no. talk about. <laughs> but it got 
crazy. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, I had a super geeky Christmas because my family and friends know me. Uh, I got the third compendium for Walking Dead, which has cool. re-sparked my interest in that sh- in the show. Uh, cause, uh, my, my, my geekdom kind of moves in phases. So I like to kind of group it all together. So I've been, uh, I've been in like a very post-apocalyptic kind of mood. And, um, I'm waiting until I get back from my trip to London, uh, to pick up an Xbox One and then start playing Fallout 4. And that's mm. going to be a very long wait. Um, I go the first of February and then I come back after a week, but, um, I really want to play Fallout 4, uh, cause it just, every, <laughs> everything I hear about it's just so great. But, um, so I've, I've started rewatching, not rewatching, picking up Walking Dead where I left off, which was about halfway through season four. And I've gotten like the first couple of episodes into season five. So I'm, I'm through Terminus. Uh, I had mm. to take a break after some of the Terminus stuff. Um, that was, yeah, Terminus dang, was, was hard. Yeah. Terminus was wasn't hard. so bad. Uh, the thing that bothered me about Terminus is, I mean, we're assuming, like, what, we're four years into the zombie apocalypse, and people have gone this batshit crazy. Like, that is really batshit crazy for four years. Yeah. I feel like it's too fast. I feel like, you know, zombies pop up, things go down, they're like, alright, we're gonna start cutting people up like cattle. Like, mm, I feel like we skipped a step. Um, mm. But that wasn't what was bothering me. Which kind of bothers me that that wasn't it, uh, but yeah. it was it was the scenes with uh, Judith, and like when the when the guy there's a guy that gets his hands on Judith, and you're kind of like oh no oh yeah what's gonna happen yeah and I don't think that stuff bothered me until I had kids, and then once I had kids, like that kind of stuff, just uh, it, it's mm. oh mm. so yeah. I you know I've kind of stopped after that episode um, yeah. But uh I want to keep going. So have, you are, a, ha, hmm? so have you seen the Look at the Flowers episode? Yeah. So, okay. Because yeah. that's that's yeah. right before Terminus. That was yeah. But that I mean that raises a really interesting question in that situation in that that environment. You know, let's let's say zombie apocalypse. Like, if you've got somebody who's clearly disturbed, like that girl was. Yeah. How I mean, you can't get her the help she needs. Yeah. It's, you know, what, what do you do? Um, mm. so I don't know if looking at the flowers is the answer, but it does, <laughs> it does raise some questions. Um, <laughs> There's no family therapists at the local corner to go well, to. Well, I mean, especially now, point. like yeah. right now, he, you know, in, in this country, uh, mental health and, and that kind of thing, like how we help the people that need the help and that sort of thing is, is kind of a, you know, uh, a hot topic. And, um, I don't know. It's, I mean, it just, like I said, it just raises questions. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so Walking Dead, amazing, good stuff. Uh, reading the compendium, uh-huh. having fun. Started playing Shadows of Mordor, uh, on 360, which is flipping awesome. Uh, it's a great game. It's got a lot of good, like, Lord of the Rings lore that's, like, going on without following, like, wiener hobbits around and really stupid dwarves. Um, and people that should have just taken the giant eagles to Mordor. Like, you should have just yeah. flown in on the eagles and wrapped this up. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's cool stuff. It's got some, it's got some good lore. Like, it gets into the story of the guy who crafted the ring, um, or, and the rings and stuff. And, uh, uh, just some good times. Like, if, if you like Lord of the Rings and Assassin's Creed, cause it's a very Assassin's Creed game, 
with some really neat dynamics about orc politics, which sounds like an oxymoron, but it's it's a thing in this game. It's really well done. I, I would say play this game. It's great. Um, and then behind that, I got a bunch of I got a bunch of video games lined up, uh, just ready to go once that one goes down. So, um, cha cha cha. Uh, I got in, like uh, I was doing a lot of stuff with Fitbit, and like as I'm getting healthy and working out and stuff, uh, my in-laws got me the next level up of Fitbit, the Fitbit Charge, that's got the face and you know all this all this good stuff. That, so that judges you when you don't work hard enough. Yeah, or? well, yeah, it does. It does. Like you go to the app, and it's like you're not quite there yet, and you're just like, um, <laughs> shut up, I want a drink. Um, <laughs> But no, but like, it, it is one of these things that like, when you do hit a goal, it's so affirming. Uh, it's just like, hey, way to go. Atta boy. We knew you could do it. I was like, could you be my dad? <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, so that and, um, you know, geeky stuff. Uh, uh, I also got, um, I'd heard about this, but I never had a chance to, to, uh, partake in it, but somebody had, my sister had gotten for me, um, these Not Your Father Root Beers for my birthday. Are you familiar, oh, familiar with Not Your Father Root Beers? I am familiar with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it those. is delightful. It's delightful. It's, yeah. it's basically an alcoholic root beer. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's quite tasty. And I, I have a new policy that I, I will be drinking these during the show. Um, okay. So I think we can endorse that policy. We'll see how that goes. Listen, if you like root beer and you like, um, you know, drinking. <laughs> Try not your father's root beer. But hey, drink responsibly. Yeah. Unless you're hanging out with me, then let's get pissed and fuck some shit up. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, be cool. Be cool. We'll be editing the hell out of this show. Yeah, welcome okay. back, Ryan. <laughs> welcome back. You know, it's only gonna get better as I drink as I drink root beers with booze. I, I, know, I, know, so. I know, I know, I know, I uh, know. So you know, lots of other stuff. Just just a very geeky Christmas and a geeky birthday, and and um, surprisingly not a geeky New Year. We don't give enough gifts at that holiday for that to be. Yeah, thing, but um, but yeah. So I'm thirsty, and I'm gonna let Jules talk now. Okay. <laughs> well, did you know that uh, in Wisconsin, there's like that there's T-shirts it's- where people wear it says "Drink Wisconsinably." <laughs> oh, I, that I I like that. Isn't that I, cool? like, I like that. That is cool. That is cool. I'm gonna have to no. get you to send me one of those t-shirts down. I know, <laughs> like birthday present for Ryan right there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that I saw. They they've just come out recently within the last year, and I'm like, why didn't anybody think about that? That was that's really awesome. Oh, they um, knew. You know, some guy was drunk. Some guy really drunk. Man, I'm drinking Wisconsin. Put that on his shirt. Yep. Put that on his shirt. Yep. You know who I feel bad is the first guy who he told that to. That's like that's stupid. Shut up. Yeah. And then yeah. the second guy's like, no, I think it's great. And now yep. he feels Put dumb. Put that on a t-shirt. Now he's making money. Yep. So okay, geeky goodness. Um, so this week, um, the Diablo three new patch drop, new season came out. So I started playing, uh, the new season of Diablo three. Mm. Um, okay. Having fun with that. I didn't get a whole lot of time to in this weekend because I was busy, but. Uh, I did that. I also got a chance to play uh, Heroes of the Storm with um, a couple friends of mine, uh, Jocelyn Moffat from the Angry Chicken podcast, and uh, oh, cool. and uh, Nevermore, a friend of mine as well. My girlfriends. We decided to play that on Saturday because we happened to all be around 
And it turned into, let's do this as a ladies' night stream on Tuesdays. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, so nice. So is it going to be a regular thing? Yeah, it looks like we'll be doing it as a regular thing. You know, the drinking wine and playing heroes and, you know, with the ladies. And it was a lot of fun because Nevermore is hilarious when she plays. She gets very competitive. And mm-hmm. so whenever she gets a really good kill, um, it's usually, sorry, Cliff, you're going to have to edit this too. Um, it's usually, yeah, eat it and die, Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> so and that's the, you know, the entirety of the, uh, of the evening whenever uh. she gets a good kill. <laughs> Which is a so note to self when I see Jules playing on Tuesday night, do not step into the inner circle. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we had a lot of fun doing that, um, and uh, this is also the three year anniversary of the Convert to Raid World of Warcraft Guild that I'm. Oh, wow. oh congratulations! Yeah, and so awesome. as we speak, there is anniversary events going on right now. I partook in one last night to run uh, LFR and WoW with this with the guild. Um, Three years ago, we created this mega guild, and we didn't expect it to be a mega guild. So it's this kind of strange phenomenon to celebrate its anniversary when we thought it would be a couple hundred people, and it turned out to be about six thousand people. Nice. So it's pretty insane. It's it's just insane. So, um, in terms of shows, uh, Agent Carter, Marvel's Agent Carter, came back for season two this week, and so they put out two episodes on Tuesday. I've been watching those on Hulu. Um, I have been watching Nurse Jackie, um, catching up on that show on Netflix, which is really cool. And there's a really neat, um, since I just subscribed to Hulu, um, there's a really neat reality show out there. It's called Skin Wars and it's a competition body painting show. It has Rebecca Romaine as the host, a couple of world champion body painters and RuPaul Charles. <laughs> that's, that's the hey, if RuPaul's involved, that's all you had to tell exactly. me. I'm I'm on board. So if you do I'm subscribe to Hulu, um, it is it is a really if you like art, if you like people who are creating something insane on a full body painting, and sometimes it's can and you like naked bodies? And there, like there happen to be yeah. naked ladies in it, except for the whole okay. you know booby covers. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's booby covers. Sorry, Ryan. Um. <laughs> Man, if you Cliff, if you if you spit all over your keyboard, I win no, podcasting. I won't. I won't. Yeah, you do win podcasting. I win I, podcasting. I, 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 caught I caught it. I caught it. I caught it. That was a good catch, though. I caught it. It didn't happen. Oh man. man. So that's what I've been up to lately. What about you, Cliff? Uh, the week has been a lot of the usual suspects. A fair amount of heroes for myself too. I am though. I have had, I've had a bad day, Jules. Uh oh. I've had a bad Heroes Day. I've only been able to play a, a few times a day. Yeah. But I have been in matches that have just broken my spirit. I have had I've had two games today with people on my team with the silenced symbol on oh, them no. that are just that are just trolling off and doing whatever they want. And they're Hero League matches. Matches that matter and they're just futzing off and being horrible people. So, I was up to rank 29. And now I'm back to 31. Oh. Like I had just broken past 30, and now it's back down after matches that uh, we could have won with the with with a team effort, but someone's just bound and determined to ruin four other people's days by being a jerk, and they and they did. And uh, then another game, which also had somebody not participating, 
But I have never seen a Nova so good at being a Nova as I saw today. Oh, neat. Um, I, I was just obliterated. Like, I was playing Kale, who's my, my favorite player right now, favorite hero. But he's made of paper. He is. He's he's the glass cannon. And the build was uh, Nova with the uh, mirror image doing 25% damage, multiple mirror images. And what they would do is pop the mirror image on top of me so that all three would simultaneously shoot at me oh. and then snipe. Oh, so no. So literally instant dead. Instant dead. No way to even come close to responding, reacting, etc. Uh, and it just, it, yeah, it was a bad day. So I want to, I think I will just take a day, a, a day off tomorrow, possibly from heroes and then, and then pick it back up maybe. On now I'm, I'm not a heroes guy, but I've heard there's, I've heard about that and there's a really good defense yeah. for it. Not, don't play the game. <laughs> that, I should have drafted John Cena. I should have drafted John Cena. <laughs> Sorry, it's the rule. It's okay. We gotta let it play out, don't we? Okay. Uh, also, also, um, we have been, uh, uh, Madeline got a Lego set, a couple Lego sets for Christmas. So we put one of those together the hmm. other night. Had a lot of fun doing Lego. She really likes putting Lego together. Um, she likes this. She's especially proud when she finds the parts herself and puts them together. Oh, nice. Nice. Like, I don't need you, Daddy. And that goes on for about a minute. Okay, Daddy, I need you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, you, your hands are still small. Your eyes are still still getting there. Um, and oh, oh my goodness! So we always have our family movie night on Fridays. And I had bought a couple of movies a few months ago for that I found at Walmart in the discount bin that my wife told me I was crazy for getting because Madeline wasn't going to be interested in them. And so we're sitting there, and Madeline goes to the shelf, and she pulls off the shelf the Iron Giant. Oh. And she's like, can we watch this? And I'm like, absolutely we can watch that. She loves it. Uh, she has watched it like three times now. She wants this wanted to watch it again and again and again. And you know, she doesn't realize what the scene is that's making daddy cry. You know, the whole, you know, self-sacrifice that thing that happens. And like, cause I'm a sucker for a self-sacrifice in a movie. Yep. You know, when 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 a character boldly gives themselves up so that others can survive. You know, even Randy Quaid in Independence Day, I've said it before and I'll own it. When he says, tell my children I love them very much, I'm like... Oh, oh I thought it was going to be up yours. <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. The, the part before that. So that that's uh, the movie with uh, with Billy Crystal, right? No, no, that, that, that's my giant. Okay, that's a... That's a very different yeah. movie. That's a very, that's a very different, different movie. movie. Uh, uh, mm. Iron Giant is the Brad Bird-directed uh, film about a boy. It takes place during the Cold War era, uh, and a giant robot lands uh, in his town, and the boy discovers it. And it turns out the robot was supposed to be sent to destroy the Earth, and he reacts to any time a weapon is pulled on him. And what do what does the world do when a big robot shows up? They point weapons at it. Uh, Stupid and it, but world. It's, but it really is a really good movie. Yeah, it's, it is. It's cool. You know, and Brad Bird has gone on to do so many other amazing things: The Incredibles, Ratatouille, so many other you know great movies. But um, this was the one that really kind of put him on the map when he was still working for Warner Brothers. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just a great, great film. So uh, highly recommend. Highly recommend. That's what we've been up to. 
Let's see what's going on in the news. Stand by for news. Look at these flags. And the big no news of the day is no news. This is Les Nesman saying, may the good news be yours. In the news. Yeah, we'll do it live. Well, D.C. is going full court press. They uh, they had a special on on the CW talking about all, basically all of the D.C. properties. It was kind of a a, a kickoff to get folks excited for uh, uh, the Legends of the Future, which is uh, airing uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which is airing right now. I have the, uh, the the DVR inside recording it. I'll watch it later. But they also gave a first look of the Wonder Woman movie coming out in 2017. It's kind of surprising hmm. that they were ready to be, give a preview of it so quickly. Um, actually, looks pretty decent. Just from yeah. little bits that they showed, like showing off her. It's going to be her origin story. It's going to be how does she come to this planet and be um, and be part of the trying to fit into society and realizing that she totally does it, but she can help them. And uh, and it's cool. I really I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Wonder Woman anyway, and that they're actually going to do a movie about her. So yeah. good. Good on them. And it seems like they're putting everything they can behind it. And then they showed more footage that were kind of tying tying that into the Batman versus Superman um, movie, which is coming out in May of 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I don't. I'm still on the fence about that one. To be completely honest, this the latest trailer that I've seen for Batman Superman has actually brought my excitement down a little bit. For did it? it? Yeah. Uh, I I kind of. What, what made it go down? What made it go down? Eh, I don't know. It was just like I think um, uh, Doomsday as a, as a bad yeah. guy. I'm not excited about it being Doomsday. I mean, it's it's not like an overdone bad guy. I just, mm, I don't feel like it's it's a good place. Like if DC is gonna is gonna go for the long haul here, I don't think Doomsday is a good place to start. Uh, because there's obvious implications. You know, if you bring out Doomsday, um, you know, when we saw Bane in in the Dark Knight stuff, we knew what had to happen. We knew uh, he had to break the Batman. Um, so if we see Doomsday, I, th- I feel like there's a certain expectation that comes with that. Um, mm. you know, as far as the death of Superman, that kind of thing. Um, the, the whole, like, I don't know. I, all the trailer I've seen up until then was like Batman versus Superman. And then we get the shot of like, uh, is she with you? No, I thought she was with you. Like, oh, okay. So obviously now we're friends, you know, and that kind of thing, which we knew what had to happen. This was the dawn of justice. This was leading into the justice league stuff. We knew they were going to like kiss and make up or whatever, but I don't know. I feel like, uh, with, with these trailers, I think for DC, well, for one, I think right now is a really critical time for DC. I think they've got to, they've got to be on point with their shit and they're going to have to, um, they're going to have to take advantage of this situation because everyone's kind of in a position where they're willing to give DC a shot. Um, and I think if they blow it, I think they're going to, they're going to lose, you know, market share, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important for them to, to put on a really good show and stuff. And I think part, I think part of the hype is, you know, kind of a less is more sort of thing. I think the most fantastic thing about Star Wars was that trailer told the trailers that we saw told us nothing. About that show. Yes. We were so misdirected and misled. Uh, we all thought, you know, I'm sure most of us thought like Finn was going to be, 
you know, this, this next in the jet, cause all we ever saw was him with the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. But again, and doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was, it was classic, <laughs> you know, Abrams misdirect, you know, um, uh, or, or even lies. Like that guy will straight up lie and be like, no, that's not Khan. That's not Khan. <laughs> okay. It's Khan. It's Khan. It's Khan. Yeah. You know, so I mean, um, so yeah, I think, you know, just, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring this up probably a couple times tonight, but I, I think like with the, tra- we're just nowadays, I think we're getting too much in trailers. Like there's not enough of the show left, you know, yeah, to the imagination or whatever. Like we're just, it's, we're trailers are coming out too, like way too early and we're just getting too much. Yeah. I, I kind of wondered, you know, what the thinking was to have this little special and to have it now kind of like oh man all anybody's talking about star wars we got to get people talking about our movie again you know give them some more footage you know and yeah it felt like did we need more footage for this movie do we need do we need kevin smith sitting there waxing eloquent about superheroes that you know if we already love the superheroes we don't i don't know that we needed them to talk about them yeah yeah um, it's just, it's one of those like I you know I think they're they're trying to sell it too hard and they don't have to just you yeah. know you're coming off like the the desperate guy like just be cool be yourself DC be yourself yeah. she'll love you for who you are she'll love you well, for who you are that, DC. the thing that, that and I want to point out just because you know it's kind of my eye to look for you know when we need to be cautious about when we're uh, not giving a proper nod to equality uh, yes we prominently featured Wonder Woman in our special. But two guys were talking about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the experts were still two guys through the whole show. Yeah. Granted, it's Kevin Smith and, and, and is he the director of one of the other movies? Who was the, I don't remember if the other person was they the director. They didn't actually say who it was from the video that you yeah. linked, so I wasn't sure. Yeah. But still, it was two guys talking about Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was like, if we're gonna, if we're gonna make a big deal about representing Wonder Woman, have a female component to this discussion, but I don't know. Now, if you think about it, too, I mean, DC has this is May that this is coming out and we have Captain America um, Civil War Mm -hmm. coming out, I think, right around that point, too. Is it May? Uh Is it earlier? I can't remember, but it's right around that point. It's in the early part of the summer. And And we got Deadpool coming out just next month. I'm really excited about that. Excited about Deadpool. But the, the point that I was looking at here was we've only gotten one trailer for Civil War. Um, that mm. we've seen in theaters. It was I saw it before Star Wars. Um, obviously we saw it online beforehand, and now this is DC. I mean they they released the first trailer for Batman versus Superman at Comic Con in July, and then the second one in December. Um, to come out there, and now we're we're doing another marketing push to keep you. We still have a long haul yet. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's Warner Brothers execs putting pressure. Yeah. Because they 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 want it to pay off, and if they're not careful, but, they're going to break it. Yeah, before, they're, yeah. they're going to push it too hard, and they're going to break People it. Yeah, gonna too, it's going to be anymore. too much too soon, or we're going to get too much information, or we're going to see something in the trailers that maybe isn't really good representation of what's happening in the movie, but we're yeah. still like, map up, looks dumb. Like you know, that kind of happened to me. With, you know, Superman v Batman. It's you know, I've I've lost a little bit of faith in that movie being awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we want to, if we want to redirect to something else that I do think is awesome in the newest look, um, the new Suicide Squad trailer. I love that. Yeah, to to I Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. 
Yeah. Was, yeah. uh, almost, it was almost inspired, but I'm still gonna say it's too, it's too much. Or at least too yeah. much too soon. There was soon. an awful lot. It was an awful lot of Joker. There was, I thought it was way too much Joker. Yeah, like, te- you know, I think teasing us the Joker and then hold him back. Like, mm-hmm. like again, not to, not to beat the Star Wars horse too much, but, you know, Luke Skywalker, top, Mark Hamill, top build in that movie, 15 seconds tops in that movie. And that's all mm-hmm. we were waiting to see. Mm-hmm. You know, hold the Joker back. Keep, you know, keep something, uh, keep teasing us, like, give us something that we still want to see. By the time we get in line for the box office. And we already know that the Joker is not aligned with the Suicide Squad. That's already been revealed as part of mm-hmm. um, the interviews and things that they've done. So, you know, now you're watching for that. You're watching what's going to happen in the trailer. And they did reveal quite a bit in that trailer mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of left of the imagination. And uh, one of the major criticisms that I saw online is how many times they have to say, we're the bad guys. We're bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They do say yeah. it a lot. And 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 are we going to see every funny thing that Harley does before we get to the that's, movie? Yeah, that's the it's other like, thing. I mean, Harley's yeah. going to only have like so. There's only going to be so many times where like the crazy cute is going to work, and then after a while, you're just like, all right, so enough. Yeah, she be tripping. If I wanted to see this, I'll just go to Dragon Con. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't swing a Deadpool without hitting a Harley Quinn. That's the way it. Works. I just listened to by the way that episode of Geek IO that you did. Oh, did you? And, and oh, yeah, yeah where, where you, where you first said that line, where and it was good. It was, it was funny stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think Harley Quinn, I'm, I'm excited to see her in a movie, but again, like, tease it along, man. Like, make it last. Like, you know, it's going to get to the point where it's, it, like I said, it's going to be too much. I'm going to look at it and be like, I've, you know, all right, it's, it's enough crazy already. I've got ex-girlfriends I can visit. Um, <laughs> I think we all have have former significant others that would fall into a category we could label in that area. So you want you want to talk yeah. about it? I I've talked talk about plenty can about I, mine. I don't need to talk about her anymore. Oh, okay. No. I mean, I don't need to say say the words. No, you don't say the words. You don't. You don't need. You don't need. Don't need to put the nouns together. No, you, you know don't. them. You don't you have know to, the ones I'm thinking. You don't have to. You don't have to form the Voltron of nouns that describe <laughs> it. No, move on. Uh, speaking of Geek IO podcast, real quick, I yeah. want to say give a shout out to CJ uh, who had surgery this week. Ooh. Um I, I I never quite got straight on Facebook what the surgery was, but apparently he's done well and has come out of it and is working on rehabbing afterwards. So much love to you, CJ. Hope yeah. you get well soon. Yep, yep. Um, uh, his <sighs> wife made the comment that she was going to roll footage as he came out of the uh, um, anesthesia. <laughs> to see what fun stuff he said. I'm looking forward to that being released. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> well, I have to catch up on SNL, but uh, fortunately, the internet makes certain you know the funniest videos, especially when it, it's tied into Star Wars. Bo- undercover boss, Star Killer Base. <laughs> this was well so done, SNL. funny. Oh, God. I like when SNL does a full-blown digital production sketch as mm. opposed to just a live sketch mm-hmm. when they can put the extra post they can shoot it and really like really parody the style of what they're going after because it 
they touched on every undercover boss, you know, trope. Yeah. They captured the feel of it, the 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 way the cameras were positioned, like the the undercover cameras and how they were all yeah. kind of a little bit grainy and the subtitles underneath what they were saying and oh, There's always that like, "Oh, this past year's been hard for us" moment or whatever, <laughs> like Hey, I just ran into Kylo Ren in the bathroom. He wanted me to give you this. <laughs> After the After rain the comes rain. the rainbow. Uh, sorry, I killed your son, Kylo Ren. <laughs> Frowny face. Was- I mean, it's hysterical. It's oh, it's it genius. So I mean, it was genius. And and the best part is, is it it wasn't it wasn't a bit like they had uh what's his name um oh god why am I blanking on oh is it Adam, Adam Driver Ryder yeah Skyder the guy who plays Kylo Ren. The guy who plays Adam Kyle Driver, Ryan. yeah, Adam Driver, Adam Driver. I mean, they had him there to do. Well, he it. was the host, right? Yeah, he was the, he host, was the host of this, the week. Of this yeah. week. And I mean, yeah. and that was great. It just it got me wondering though, like, would Lucas have let that happen? Eh, probably. I, would I mean, think so. he he did the robot chicken. Uh, he even lent his voice to part of the robot chicken stuff. But um, I don't know. We were having this discussion. Like, was robot chicken a little more? You know, it was geeks for geeks, a little more reverent. Like he knew there was a there's a great appreciation for Star Wars there. Versus he let Star Wars do the Muppet Show, but this is back really in the day. He also episode. let them do the holiday special. I mean, this is that's you true. know like <laughs> we all were really bad at our jobs in the beginning. You know, like <laughs> there's things that happened to my first kid that did not happen to my second kid. Like. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's true. I'll, 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 I'll agree. I'll agree with so, you. I'll agree with you. I don't know. It just it just makes me wonder. Like, would Lucas have been cool about that? I think so. I uh, think that was that was uh, damn funny. <laughs> of the stuff that Lucas is whining about right now, the fact that Adam Driver was on SNL is not in my, on that list. No. Yeah, his know. his comments about uh, like selling selling Lucas white films slavery to the white slavers to yeah to Disney it was equivalent to like selling his children to white slavers. Like, hmm, yeah. let me give you a rundown here on white slavers, George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, you I mean, I'm pretty sure phrase. I could get $4 billion for my kids. Like, no, I've seen your kids. You can't. You can't. Okay? <laughs> Sorry. $4 billion? The ultimate fighting one? I love yeah. my kids, but there's no way I'm getting $4 billion for my kids, okay? There's no way Lucas is getting $4 billion for his. No. This isn't taken. <laughs> I don't know I who you are that. or what you want, but I've got a special set of skills. Uh, I come up with a good idea, and then uh, and then I usually screw it up. I don't listen to the people around me that tell me what's not a good idea, and, uh, and then I make the prequels. And so. Okay, now can we rewire it, please, so I can go have my muffin? I haven't had my muffin yet, Matt. Well, Jimmy Fallon, in getting ready for the release of Star Wars The Force Awakens, uh, did what he and his crew do so well, um, which is find videos to put them together. We've seen Brian Williams do gin and juice. Uh, now, <laughs> we great. have the entire cast of Star Wars singing Staying Alive. That was, that was kind of cool. And then I watched about maybe 30 seconds of it and said, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Oh, see, I I feel like the best stuff was at the end. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the Darth Vader knows, and the Luke Skywalker knows, and um, that uh, and the salacious crumb. <laughs> yeah, the salacious crumb. The uh, that that sock puppet that got added to Return of the Jedi. Uh, the, <laughs> ah, that guy. 
uh, yeah. like the bit, the little, the sampling they took from him. I, I felt like it was the, the end of that was the last half of that was definitely better than the first. Did half. you notice that the holiday special made an yep, appearance? Yep, I sure One did. One of the lines was from the holiday B. special. B. Arthur, yes, I the saw B. That. Arthur. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't escape it. it that, can't it's escape also in the it. first half, which is what brings the the first half sca- score down, <laughs> raises up the second half score. So. <laughs> Well, everybody's pulling out all their Star Wars stuff to put it online, and I found a video of this on YouTube, and I remember having one of these. And boy, do I wish I still knew where it was. <laughs> Kenner, uh, of course, my daughter now, she has her tablet, and her tablet has all of her you know movies that I've ripped from the original Blu-rays or put the digital version on there, so she can watch a movie anytime she wants. But back in the day, we didn't have that. We had the Kenner Movie Viewer. That you stuck a cartridge in and turned it. Did either of you have these things? No, but I knew who people. I knew people who did. Yeah, yeah. I think I had like maybe a cousin that had something, uh, something like this. It was a film strip that was on a loop, and it didn't have much of the movie, but it kind of just stuck to actiony sequences uh, and space scenes. And you turned the crank, you held it up to the light. And the little cartridge would rotate around, and depending on how fast or slow you turned it was how quick the movie action, but it got you your Star Wars It was fix. loud as hell, <laughs> too. Really loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that ratchet sound. And, yeah, I didn't think oh, about yeah. that, but, yeah, it was action scenes, because how dull would, would like, dialogue scenes be in that sort of thing? Yeah. Where you're just yeah, sitting there, like, let's... watching two people talk to each other, but you can't hear a word of it. Let's watch Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru discuss how Luke is so much like his father. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. He has too much Look, of farming. Yeah, that whole scene is just like, oh my god, it's just, alright, it's just footage from a retirement community. Let's go. <laughs> god, I hope someone sets them on fire. Oh, shit! <laughs> Aunt Baru's on fire! I think you're on fire. You were tonight. You were just, you were just doing well. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you're doing I'm drunk. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drunk. I have too much body mass for that to be drunk. Uh, but, uh, oh. Well, they have done a bit of uh, editing uh, because originally they thought uh, it was an Apple II GS. Now they're saying it's an Apple II C. But uh, someone has video of an Apple to see um booting up for the first time in decades and it works that's kind of did you crazy. guys like have these did you guys have these in like your elementary school mm-hmm. or anything yes yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah i played some green oregon trail on one of these oh that was some yeah. green oregon trail i remember uh, uh and i remember the print um the print shop was it was it print shop that you used to make oh, the banners? Yeah, yeah you yeah. could make some sick banners on the that stuff. Dot right? matrix back, banners. Back, dot matrix back printers. Dot matrix. Yes, when it was a continuous strip, and you that could yeah. sound. And I will then, never forget the, the sound fun, a dot matrix printer makes. The fun of pulling off all of the edging oh. from where the rotor, you know, pulled through. Yeah, yeah that yeah, I remember yeah. was one of the coolest things that I thought about when computers is like you could make stuff and you can print it. And you can put it up on your wall. That is the coolest thing ever. Do you remember? Did you all have Logos or Logo? No. That was like mm. how, it was. It was an early like learning how to program, um, 
uh, operating system, mm. I believe. And the way it worked, there was a little turtle that was on. They called it the turtle, and you would direct it to like go forward, like. 10 pixels and then turn so many degrees and then do it again. And you could program it to make little patterns on the screen. And it was like just teaching you basic, you know, stuff like oh, that. Wow. And then, and of course, then there was basic, you know, line 10, print high, 10, 20, jerk, 30, go to 10. So hi, jerk, hi, jerk, hi, jerk. Yep. <laughs> looping it over and over again. Remember oh, basic. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. But man, still functioning. You know, I mean, I, I don't know if a modern day hard drive would still be intact after 20 years. I mean, obviously, they put in a floppy and the floppy was still yeah, intact. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know oh, if a modern man. day hard drive would sit for 20 years and fire up without losing something in 20 years. I have that, I was just going to say, that was, the, that was the other sound I'll never forget, is the sound of those floppy drives being read. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, yep. if my computer made that sound, I would freak the hell out. Like, what is wrong with my stuff? What did you do uh, to my thing? Yeah. My- <laughs> Who's touching my things? But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, that oh, was just the sound stuff made. That's how you knew it was working. Well, remember, remember, even when we moved to early PCs, remember when it would do the RAM check? That you could visually watch it count through the RAM mm-hmm. as it tested yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then and then it would beep with every little thing, and then finally you get a C prompt, and then it would go on from there. And oh, oh God. We've come so yes, far. Yes, we really have. We've come so far. I feel like oh, we took steps remember... back with things like Windows 8, though. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember using Lynx uh, before there was Mosaic. So when you search the internet by text, so I, I'm quite okay with not going that far back. So, yeah, I'm old. We know. Look what the computer wizards at Apple have come up with now. It has the power of these two computers, a built-in disk drive. It can run over 10,000 different programs. You get everything you need to hook it right up to your TV. You can even add a mouse. Introducing the Apple IIc. Now comes the real magic. You can take it home for under $1,300. Well, we discussed Warner Brothers uh, cartoons earlier. We discussed the Iron Giant was one of Warner Brothers. But of course, if you really want to go true old school Warner Brothers, you got to go back to the old stuff. you got to go back to the Looney Tunes. Uh, and someone has released that Chuck Jones revealed that Whenever he made a Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner cartoon, he had nine rules that had to be adhered to, and he never broke them. And they are the secret formula for the Roadrunner Wiley e. Coyote. This makes me think, though, that there were some episodes that he didn't do because I have specific memories of Road Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote. In fact, my favorite Wiley e. Coyote cartoon is actually uh-huh. a cartoon. Uh, and this, this is getting pretty meta here. It's a cartoon within the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what it is, is it's, it's a Roadrunner. You're, like, it starts out like you're watching a Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote cartoon. And then it only, it pans out like the typical hijinks ensue. Uh, Roadrunner runs through the painted wall scene and then the Wiley Coyote runs into it. Um, and, but then it pans out and you see that you're watching two kids. Watch this cartoon. Okay. To which they make a comment like, 
some asinine child comment about Coyote, like, oh, why doesn't he just shoot the Roadrunner or something like that? Like, they make some observation about the cartoon, to which Wiley Coyote steps out of his cartoon into their cartoon and then starts explaining some stuff to them. And I remember that being, I was like, holy shit! Like, that was the best... <laughs> Roadrunner cartoon I had ever uh. seen. Like, I usually had no patience for Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote because there was no dialogue. And I was like mildly ADHD, so I didn't have like the, I was like, uh, no, screw it. Go away. But, yeah. um, yeah, but I remember that was just like, and since then, like, I've looked everywhere to try and find that cartoon because I, yeah, that was, that was one of my, it's weird, one of my favorite Looney Tunes cartoons. So, um, was was that because Wiley Coyote spoke and he broke the fourth wall and uh and he was like super sophisticated too. He's like, Well, let me tell you, children. <laughs> um it was good stuff. But being that rule number were four you, were you a fan, Jules? Were oh yeah. Jules? I actually I mean I would always feel bad for the coyote. <laughs> I was, I was, after a yeah. while you're just like this guy and it was the same thing with a lot of the cartoons of the day, Tom and Jerry, and, you know, where it was just the constant comedy of errors, and the coyote's always going to get defeated, and the roadrunner's always going to win, and there's always going to be an Acme product in there, and uh, it's just, that's what it was. I, I did watch it, though. I watched all that stuff, um, and, yeah, there was one of my, my preferred, um, the Warner Brothers cartoons, that was one of my preferred ones. Yeah. I remember, and it's 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 cemented in my head. You know, the, the other, we were at the children's museum just the other day. I'm like, look, Madeline, it's the Roadrunner. <laughs> I went, meep, meep, and like she has no idea. <laughs> it's like, why is Daddy making weird sounds right now? <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I, even though it looks nothing like what an actual Roadrunner looks like, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's still still good times. So I'm waiting for her because the uh, the Iron Giant was right next to Space Jam, and I'm waiting for that to get pulled down and the curiosity gets the better of her and she wants to watch that and so uh we'll see we'll see if it happens but uh you think about all the cartoons we have now with the super fast edits and all of that and just how simple a formula this was and it worked just over and over and over again we've been doing a lot of these we've been losing a lot of musicians uh but uh this one kind of hit me, uh, hit me a little harder than, than the others. Not that I wasn't a Bowie fan. Don't want to say that. Not that I wasn't a Motorhead fan, but I'm a huge Eagles fan. In fact, have had on my bucket list of whenever I had money, I could afford it. I always wanted to see the Eagles. One of those times they went out on the, we still hate each other, but we want, the next <laughs> we got um, bills to pay world tour. We got bills to pay tours. Uh, yeah, but, uh, Glenn Fry passed away mm. this past week. Oh my gosh. Talking about a voice that, a voice that resonated through many years of, of, uh, of, of, of high school and college. Yeah. That they were long before my era, but that music was great. And as a guitarist, you know, and especially an acoustic guitarist, stuff like Take It Easy and Seven Bridges Road. Oh yeah. And, and um, peaceful, easy feeling. I mean, some of my favorites to sit around and play around a campfire with folks. So, oh, the yeah. Eagles is about as classic as you can get. Yeah, and uh, and I don't know of many people who couldn't identify an Eagle song if they would have mm -hmm. heard it on the radio or could just at least, at least name one. 
Eagles song. So this is a big loss. Um, they haven't really been in the spotlight for many years, but it's still, it's a huge loss. Um, I listened to the Eagles all the time when I, especially when I was in college too. Um, you know, in that time period where you're listening to things like the Eagles and Journey and Chicago and <laughs> all those ones yep. that I started listening oh, to man. when I was that age. So very, very, it's sad. It's very sad. Yeah. Steve, Stephen Colbert did a really touching tribute to it because he said, I owe so much to Glenn Fry because the first song I ever danced with a woman to was Desperado. Oh, and just, yes. it's like, it's like that was where, that was the moment I realized that I didn't have to be afraid of approaching a girl and asking her to dance. And it was just kind of like, and it was really touching the way that he really heartfeltly put that out there. But, uh, yeah, Desperado, one of the first songs I learned to play on the guitar, uh, and uh, used to love just sitting around and trying to harmonize Seven Bridges Road, even though we usually did it badly. <laughs> uh, but, oh, yeah, that was – ah, yeah, he's going to be missed. And I haven't seen much from what the other Eagles have said since this. Um, but hopefully it will all be nice. Yeah. Please don't be a dick, any of you. <laughs> Lori says that when she thinks – she could have seen them in 1978 for $12.50. She wants to punch oh, herself gosh. in the face. <laughs> There's nostalgia for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ticket prices being affordable. Yeah. yeah. I think the last ticket I paid for that I remember being reasonable, I saw Garth Brooks on the Fresh Horses Tour for $20. Wow. And that's like, because he was always very serious back then about keeping his tickets affordable. I don't know. I have no idea what they're like on his latest tour. But back then, he tried really hard to keep his tickets affordable. But yeah, I don't think you can get a $20 ticket to about anybody anymore. Well, you know who still does like really cheap concert tickets? John C. <laughs> Sorry, it's the rule. Okay, it's I'm gotta gonna... play. I, it's... Cause you belong to the city. You belong to the night. Living in a river of darkness. Beneath the neon light. Well, I was, I was thrilled uh, to get this story and uh, also saw him last night on Face Off promoting the fact this movie is coming out. Uh, guess who's coming to Netflix? Ha, ha, ha. No, don't touch that button. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman is coming to Netflix with Pee Wee's Big Holiday. That man does not age. No, oh, he, he did. That freaked not. me out a little bit. I was uh, actually having a moment where I'm just like, are there any wrinkles on your face? And, you know, there's no sign of Botox, like mm -hmm. obvious Botox or anything like that. I was a little freaked out because it looked like 1990s Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Now, I want to know what he, what, uh, what blood of which animal does he bathe in? Uh, as he makes his, <laughs> as he makes his deals with the devil to stay that young looking. My honestly, though, my guess is that he has his he's probably got like skin tape behind his ears and up in his scalp to pull his face back. 
I, I well, really that was actually a Pee Wee Herman bit, so. Yeah, I yeah. do think that, you know, the whole yeah, thing with the, the scotch tape and his, you know, but I honestly think that's what he's doing because there is, like, the, he has no lines on his face at all. Well, would Pee Wee Herman work if he was, I mean, the thing was, is he was, he was almost like a, I almost couldn't tell, child. like, was he supposed to be, was he supposed to be an actual child or was he just a, a child like, like a man child? And yeah. I mean, I so I think the whole thing yeah. doesn't work though. If he starts to, sh- I mean, cause it gets to a point where if he's showing lines and wrinkles and age or whatever, you're like, oh, this is just sad. Well, yeah. Especially in the era of HD where that stuff <laughs> yeah. will show up quite easily. Yeah. I hear yeah. you, but damn. I mean, nah, he, I'm with you. He looked, he looked great. Whatever Jeez. they did, whatever they did. Yeah. I was, I heard an interview with him on the Nerdist and it's really kind of wild just how much amazing Hollywood came from around, you know, Pee Wee's Playhouse. I mean, you know, Lawrence Fishburne was was yeah. there, just starting to get discovered, and the uh, security guy for that soundstage was John Singleton. Oh wow! Oh, wow. As in Boys in the Hood, yeah. John Singleton, and that's where he and Lawrence Fishburne met. Wow. Because he was like, he was a security guy. He's like, I got this idea for a script. And like, he, and like, Paul Rubens kind of pointed him in the right direction to the right people to get it in the hands to get made. And think about, think about of all the people, when you think of Boys in the Hood, <laughs> who do you think had something to do with it? You don't really think of Paul Rubens. I, I've always watched it. Boys in the Hood and go, feels like a Pee Wee Herman joint. <laughs> <laughs> really I does. feel like just really off camera. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but he in that he was talking about you know with this you know movie they're working on now they just released to Blu-ray all the Pee Wee's Playhouses. Mm. They had to go back to the original film and recomposite everything because when they had produced it originally they did it through video toaster and they did it with uh like tape to tape editing. Oh wow! And it's like. Five generations deep by the time it got to the TV uh, airing uh, level, and which is fine on a standard definition television. But he's like, the minute they put it on HD, like, oh god, no, no. So they took it all the way back to the original stuff, and he still had like production. Um, he still had like all the miniatures, and he had all the stuff, and wow. they recomposited the whole thing. So they could have it for HD, and apparently it looks amazing. Who would have thought that would still be? If you're, I mean, if you're talking about the original production of something still being around, who would have thought it would yeah. have been Pee Wee's Playhouse? Yeah. Well, he kept it. He was smart. He kept all his stuff. You know, didn't get rid of any of it. Had all his old storyboards. Had all the things about how the transitions were supposed to go, and they very meticulously went episode by wow. episode and just redid it all with the original wow. film. So. Way to go, Paul Rubens! You you are you are hanging around well. This this I don't I'm not worried about this one because Mm-mm. I mean he knows that character. Yeah. He knows that character inside and out. He'll put him in a new situation, and I'm excited to uh, to see yeah. it. Uh, it's coming on Netflix. Agreed. So. I, I think it'll be interesting to see with the up like especially with the updated for today. You know, mm-hmm. um, so 
I just I How does he re- recently watched rewatched Pee Wee's Big Adventure not too long ago. Uh-huh. And that, it's it had me laugh. Like I was laughing hysterically. Yeah, I need to see it again. It's been uh-huh. so long and I just I loved that movie. Yeah. The the oh, Alamo yeah. is probably one of the funniest things. Like just his face. <laughs> he doesn't even have a line during most of it. Just his face while he's like just wading through this tour so he can ask a question. Just cracks me up. Mm-hmm. When I was in Austin, someone mentioned something about the Alamo. Like, can we go see the basement? And like, you could see who in the group like knew who was in on the <laughs> Who's joke. Cool? Seriously, like, who's no cool? Ba- All right. There's no basement in the Alamo. We're going there. I'm going to be in San Antonio <laughs> next week, and everybody who's yep. heard me say that I'm going is like, "Oh, you're going to go to the basement of the Alamo? Like, that's the." <laughs> yep. It has become one of our pop yeah. culture memes. It's like, you are the cool people. Yeah. You are yeah. the cool people. That and tell him large marks. <laughs> she freaked me out as a kid. My oh, gosh. Oh, she did too. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious of like what will be, what will be the quotable stuff that comes out of yeah. this. You know, and and the point is they need to not try. Like, oh, this will be the quotable yeah. line. They need to just do their thing, and we'll decide. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to sit down and watch this. I, I, I got to wonder at what age level is appropriate. Like, at what time should I expose my children to Pee Wee Herman? But, uh, uh, she's got to be your daughter. An interesting she's turn be of phrase. Nine, ten years old before you. I would. Yeah, a few more, a few more years. There's a bit of. There's a couple him. scary parts when they when the Tim uh, the Tim Burton stuff comes into play. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing for that interview about how they didn't want to like they like they're like you'll never get Tim Burton he won't do this or it was either it's either we don't want him or you'll never get him you know as the mm-hmm. director and just how it just worked out so yeah it was really kind of cool. Then you're crazy. I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I? 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 Infinity. So uh, when I was last uh, two weeks ago, when I was in Austin and we were at the Alamo Draft House, they have their little, own little parodies they show before the movie starts. <laughs> and one of them I shared was, "What if the Wookies were voiced by Pee Wee Herman?" <laughs> this little compilation video had me in tears earlier when I saw it. I had no idea this existed. Cliff put this in the notes, and it's showing classic scenes with uh, from Star Wars with Chewbacca in it. And when he opens his mouth, he makes Pee Wee Herman sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the funniest thing I have ever seen. And of course, then they do a whole series with the Star Wars Christmas special with all the Wookiee family. And mm. it's just like, oh, dudes. <laughs> Grandpa Wookiee looks so creepy still. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That underbite on yeah. him. Oh, you, okay. Can you can you imagine? Can you imagine the the uh, porn in the living room scene with Pee Wee Herman sounds <laughs> oh, over? <geez. laughs> I don't know. Just look at looking at what's his uh, itchy is itchy itchy's itchy. the grandpa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know that picture? Like we've all seen it. Like the guy that somehow like pulls his lower lip like up over his nose. Yes. Like that. The bitter beer. The the bitter beer face. Yeah. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. That's yeah. that's what Itchy looks like to me. Yes, he does. Yep. So. Yeah. Yep. And Jules thought she was going to get to avoid any discussion of that of that thing, but uh, keep, it, keeps it keeps coming, coming back, back up. up. I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sad up. I missed that episode too. Dang it. Did you did you <laughs> did you actually watch the the holiday special? I did. I watched yeah. it. 
And right, I was well, at least as long as you it. felt the pain. As long as you felt the pain. I did. And <laughs> I wanted to talk about it so bad with you guys. And it just, it didn't work out and it sucked. But, yeah. oh, man. Is there anything you need to, is there anything you need to, to, to get off your chest about it? Especially here and now. It's a safe place. <laughs> you need to let it out. I, this well, is the I place that made her watch had, it. I know. Yeah, it's true. You guys are terrible because you made me watch that. Um, I just, the, the porn in the living room scene was what I just, I, I lost it. Yep. I told you, man. <laughs> I just wanted to know what kind of drugs these people who produced this were on because, man, they had to be good. No. <laughs> there was no, there was like great no idea. continuity of this whole thing. And I just, I was like, man, what a money grab. And yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty insane. And, uh, but yeah, it was like, what? What is, <laughs> what is this? So yeah, um, but that's already been talked about, so we will move on. I am found in your eyes only. I exist for you. <laughs> I am in your mind as you create me. <laughs> oh, yes. I can feel my creation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting your message. Are you getting mine? Well, Disney is uh, not above bringing something back if they think that uh, it can get some viewers and get some uh, get some revenue dollars as well. Uh, were you guys fans of Darkwing Duck? No, not real. This was one of the cartoons I had to watch in between the cartoons I wanted to watch. Um, okay, you're filming. Yeah, this this was, and that's. I mean, I I always thought that that's just kind of why they put them there because like I I can't remember what was before and after Darkwing Duck. I just remember. DVRs weren't a thing, and I wasn't about to stop watching TV. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what, am I going to go outside? <laughs> Jerk. So. What, was it other Disney programming? Was it DuckTales or Chippendales Rescue Rangers? Hell if I know, man. Gummy like, Bears? I, I, I've watched enough TV to rot the memory of TV out of my brain. Like <laughs> It's a weird paradox, like a black hole collapsing on itself kind of shit, So uh, I don't know. It could have been anything, dude. could have been anything. Darkwing Duck was in that time frame where I had stopped watching cartoons. I was too old for them. And I hadn't gone back to them like I had when I was in college to, to watch things like Animaniacs and, and uh, Ren and Stimpy and Beavis and Butthead and all those ones. So it was in that in that kind of time frame in the middle there. Yeah. Darkwing Duck was basically kind of a – it was meant to be like the shadow type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, he, of course, it was a guy who wasn't quite as good at it as you would hope he would mm-hmm. be. Um, yeah, the whole let's go get dangerous thing. And, uh, well, Disney's bringing it back. Uh, according to Disney XD, uh, it will come sometime in 2018. So that tells you Disney takes their time doing this stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it, so I'm wondering if they're going to get the original voice or if they'll be, uh, recasting. I don't know, but we'll, if you were a Darkwing Duck fan, just, just gotta hold on two years or, or two Star Wars movies, however you want to look at it. That's so <laughs> how we measure time now. Well, a few years ago, DreamWorks acquired a number of classic cartoon series uh, that we probably all loved in the 80s and 90s. And there's been talk of live-action movies, uh, not quite been pulled off yet, but... It looks to be that Voltron could be coming, is coming with a brand new series. 
uh, an animated series, possibly to Netflix. We're still waiting on on, uh, on, on the details of when we can expect to see this. But were you guys Voltron fans? Sadly, no, I was not. No, I was. This I was. was I, I this I was. I, I was not a fan of Japanese animation of any kind. So Speed Racer, Voltron, I just didn't enjoy those. Battle of the Planets. Battle of the Planets. Didn't enjoy oh, that style come on. at all. No, no one really enjoyed that stuff. No one really enjoyed Battle of the Planets. You tried. I know you tried. I tried. I tried. Anyway. Okay, so back to Voltron. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, I see that I see that they're obviously talking about going about the Lion Voltrons. People forget that there were two Voltron series. Mm-hmm. There was the Vehicle Voltron and the Lion mm-hmm. Voltron. And the 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 Vehicle one came first, but I guess was never really as, as it didn't ever seem to be as popular with people as the Lion one was. And I can only speak from the toys. It was a lot easier to lose one of the little ships than it was to lose a lion. So <laughs> uh, I had the ship one, and it was really easy to lose. I can't put the Voltron together. <laughs> I can't find. I can't find the other tank for his leg. You know, so because it was supposed to be like twenty, it was twenty-five some ships or something to make him, uh, as opposed to just five lions. Uh, I remember that my friends and I were big fans, uh, but none of us could afford with our meager allowances to get the whole set so we piecemealed the voltron lions and they would get together to make voltron but then came the awkward moment of where we each tried to talk the other out of letting one of us take yeah that, that's a friendship <laughs> buster right there yeah that's right yeah Go, going in it was it was like our first exposure of what it would be to later later have a timeshare yeah <laughs> or both be interested in the same girl or season. something like i mean yeah, don't go half season of Voltron. No. Just don't do it. <laughs> Nothing would bust up a friendship faster back then. <laughs> Before we had girls to fight over, we fought over our toys. <laughs> now, strangely, I feel like we've come back. <laughs> Activate interlock. Dinotherms connected. Infracells up. Mega thrusters are go. Go, Voltron Force! And with that, it is time to go back to present day. We hope that we haven't permanently destroyed your childhood. If you'd like to suggest something for us to look back on, you can email us at IRememberedItBetter at gmail.com. You can follow the show at IRI Better. Follow me at Revan Geek. Ryan at RR Goodbye. I'm beginning to empathize with your co-host. Yeah, you like that? Uh, and, <laughs> and Jules at Jules RPG. If you missed any of that, you can find all the info on this program by going to www.iribetter.com. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash iribetter. Want to join the chat room for the live show? We broadcast every Thursday evening at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash iribetter. Our voiceovers are provided by Amy Breedlove. That's A-M-I-E Breedlove.com. You can also follow on our Twitter at VoiceWork, that's Voice W-E-R-K. We're part of the Signals Media All-Star Network podcast family at SignalsMedia.com. Jules, what do you have going on on all your other projects? I'm just watching Ryan threaten to touch the button. He's just, uh, yeah, he's threatening to touch it. He's just threatening to touch it. <laughs> so funny. He's just threatening to touch it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Talk about your show, Jules. Talk about your show. 
So, Jules, what do you have going? <laughs> Pray for me. I'm already praying for you. Um, <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> so, uh, Torrent Think Tank comes back on Sunday as normal. Uh, we have another episode Yay! on Sunday. I will not be here on I Remembered It Better next week because I will be at PAX South. Ooh. I'll be leaving on Thursday, so I'll be gone. Um, so, Ryan and Cliff will come up with a show during that time. Um, and if you happen to be coming to PAX South, we are presenting uh, on a panel on Friday, which is the 29th, I believe is the date, uh, 4 o'clock in the Bobcat Theater at PAX South. Uh, we're talking about... What? <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was talking about Bobcat Golf. Oh. <laughs> I said that. Is that what that was? I don't want to go! I used to be able to do his voice. I thought you pooped. I was turning myself <laughs> thought so too uh so yeah that's what's going on sorry the joke did not land just just ignore the the, the ignore the the uh, the burning wreckage beside the road <laughs> let it go let it go so that's what's going on in my world yeah. cool cool i'm very excited to hear Thank how that you. works yeah safe travels and, and please rate us on itunes and more importantly tell your friends about us join us soon for episode number 122 we'll see you in the future in the past. Have you seen the car karaoke with Adele? Yes. And, uh, oh, my gosh. That that's, that's so glorious. Good. I went and watched a bunch of his other ones. The uh, the Stevie Wonder one's pretty good, too. Yeah. That's he wasn't driving, was he? The whole, no, they they the actually do a bit about that. They actually do a bit about that. At the very Nice. Beginning. He wants to drive. and <laughs> He's like, do you have your ID with you? I don't. Well, then you can't drive, Stevie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it would be a problem for you to drive. That's funny. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person in America that doesn't like Adele. No, you're not. Oh, I love Adele. I love her, I but love yeah, Adele. I know like there's a lot of people that don't. I don't love, like, I can't change the radio fast enough when I hear, hello. Hello. Yeah, like, <laughs> ah, 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 radio won't change. I'm just going to drive <laughs> off the bridge. No. <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to save the quiz in the event that we have time. I'll go ahead and move. Yeah, on. We'll we're probably not going to have time because the quiz could be evergreen. Yeah, probably not going to. You know who has time for a quiz? All no, right. I'm just no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this podcast is a part of the Signals Media All Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to signalsmedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really. His name is John Cena!